welcome to the Let's Go Besties podcast. It's D and K. So this podcast will be a little bit about this and a little bit about that. We're Jesus in the mix. So let's get into it. Okay. topic is man-made things versus personal convictions and relationships. We'd like to start off with a scripture on today, on this morning. <laughs> this afternoon. I'll be doing a reading from um, Acts 5 and 29. It says, Say amen if you got the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> we must obey God rather than any human authority. One more time from D. We must obey God rather than any human authority. But what verse was that? Acts 5 and 29. 29. 5 and 29. 29. So y'all could skedaddle over there if you want to look at the at the verse. And that was in the NLT. So we're talking about man-made things versus personal convictions and um, relationships. So what is a man-made thing? How would you define a man-made thing? A man-made thing is something that you came up with on your own. Something that you expect somebody else to follow just because you made it up. Something that somebody just throw out that one day. And personal convictions are those things that God personally convicts us with. So for me and for you, our personal convictions probably aren't going to be the same because God convicts, convicts us on different things. You might can listen to certain music and I might can't listen to certain music, but that's the difference in personal convictions you cannot put your personal conviction on someone else or expect somebody else to live up to your personal conviction because usually god only convicts us of certain things so what would you say a conviction is like the definition of a conviction um um, something that god is protecting you from doing because it might harm you or harm the betterment of you as a person so let's say that I might be convicted not to drink. Why? Because when I when I drink, I could have like one sip of something and automatically I'm, I'm intoxicated. Automatically, like, I'm not my well-being. I can't get a, in a car and drive. I, you know, I'm just not at my fullest potential. So, of course, God is going to convict me when around alcohol because he knows that I'm a lightweight. So, I would describe a conviction as something like let's say a parent has a set of twins one is very mature and one is immature and they're both getting ready or they're both at the age where they can drive well they can learn how to drive now a parent knows their child most of the time and a parent knows whether you're ready for certain things now let's say the one twin who is immature wants to try to get behind the wheel but the mom knows that the child wants to show off and is not going to pay attention and it's not going to really be learning they just want to showboat for other people and the other twin they really want to learn how to drive and learn how to be safe and learn how to do this and learn how to do that well that one twin that's more mature that one twin who is mature can fully function behind the wheel and be and is ready to learn how to drive and that others may have to wait so that's how i kind of look at a conviction follow what i'm saying it, it could be a conviction because maybe the parent knows that the other one isn't ready to drive so their permissions are revoked while the other one knows while the parent knows the other one is responsible so you go hey you know i could trust you more because i know that you can handle this but the other one no i, I can't trust you that's like what god like why would i let you have two gallons of alcohol when I, I know I can't trust you with that. Yeah. So, yes. I don't know if y'all called it, but K called it, so. <laughs> but, y'all, whether you call it or not, you know, like, the personal convictions you have when you know you have that, you say you have that deep down 
bad feeling that you shouldn't be doing something or you know you should be thinking this way or you shouldn't be acting this way like that's a conviction nine times out of ten when you know something's in you which is the holy spirit telling you maybe i shouldn't partake in that maybe i shouldn't be doing this you know why do i always feel bad you know right after this like that's probably a conviction yeah so most of the time conviction comes when you feel bad about something that that is that is you knowing that you're being convicted when you automatically just feel so sorry or so bad or oh i shouldn't have did this or i should have or you or you retract from what you just did or you don't just feel bad about it that's that's mostly how the holy spirit convicts me that's how i feel after i get convicted i don't know if you feel that way when you get convicted i just feel like very very remorseful and Mm -hmm. i start crying Mm -hmm. um Mm-hmm. And I just regret what I had done, basically. Yeah. When I get convicted. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel happy after I get convicted. I definitely get into a repentance state real quick. Yeah. And repentance is just turning away from what you did previously. So we have some topics today on how man-made things are different from your personal conviction. So the first topic I'm going to throw out there, and hopefully B catches it, is religious practice. So there's a lot of religious practices. Um, a religious practice is you have to dress up for church. And what you mean dress up? What's dress up? You have to have your Sunday's best on for church. You have to come with your, would that be business attire, really dressy, um... Let's talk about women and men, women versus men, and how you're supposed to dress. Well, women are required to not show their knees some churches and some churches and... One more time, say it again. Women are required to what? In some churches and some um, religions, women are not allowed to wear... Some women are not allowed to wear pants. They're not allowed to wear pants, and some women are not allowed to wear skirts that are not touching the knee or past the knee also um you can't when i was growing up in church you couldn't wear your shoulders out you always had to um like wear a jacket over your um like your arms if you had like a like a spaghetti strap type of shirt you had to put something over your arms i don't know the reason behind that i'm still looking in the bible to see if it's a dishonor to god to wear your shoulders out but I know that's a thing in the church where it's just not okay to come out. Come with like your shoulder, like the nape of your neck out and like your shoulder, your shoulders out. I'm not really sure about men. I just know that men are expected to wear. Not, no shorts. No shorts and um, none suits. like a wife beater. They can't wear like wife beaters. Hats. hats are disrespectful in the church. I still don't know why. I, I have to look. I have to look it up. And look in the Bible and search the Bible to see if that's something in the Bible. But hats, they don't allow them to wear hats. Women can wear hats, but some about men wearing hats is disrespectful. They'll tell them to take it off. I don't know who that's by. I've never run across that in my Bible. And if I do, I'll come back and, and apologize. But I'm not a, I'm not going to be the one to come back to apologize because God did not convict me personally with that. So um, I can wear what I want in the church if... It's comfortable for me and God say I can wear it. I don't really want to go with what everybody else says you can't do because listening to everybody else is 
it's just not good if you if you constantly if you constantly have this person and that person in your ear telling you you can, you have to do this or you can't do that you 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 nine times out of ten are not going to be able to hear from god on what he's telling you to do mm-hmm. and then it creates a, a stem of people bondage when you actually are listening to the people and and taking in what um they are saying to you um rather than following the voice of god because people are always going to say what you can and can't do they always going to have opinions they always going to sit there and and, and and think their way is the best way for you. No, you have to really figure out what God's word says or what and what God is personally telling you because your conviction and my conviction is not going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. You probably can go to a party and, and shake low or bounce low or dip low for the guys. You can do that, but I personally... I, I, I can't do that. That's not, that's not something that I can do. Mm-hmm. I remember when um i used to go to these college parties and they used to be smoking and drinking and i was taking part in it and god was like that's not a place i want you to be your friends they let 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 your friends do them and ma- matter of fact they're not even supposed to be your friends you 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 just don't you just don't go and i used to be like well god you don't want me to do nothing you don't want me to have fun you don't want me to to hang out with the people that i like hanging out with why you doing all this to me why you why you constantly saying that i can't do this can't do that came out that guy was protected they had a lot of these people that were that were doing things behind my back they had a lot of reasons why god didn't want me to be intoxicated and um with with, with weed and alcohol and and god god was just protecting me um many of those parties i wanted to go to were shut down i remember one time well, I wanted to go out with my friends. And this is um before I had a relationship with God. I wanted to go out with my friends and they just was going. They was going, I don't know what they was going to do. They was going to a house party, I think. And my mom and daddy told me no. Turns out it was shooting, shootings at the house party. They was they was fighting. They was doing all this, doing all that. And I was complaining in the, in the house saying how I'm a good child. How I don't do nothing. How I don't go nowhere. And how I just wanted to go to one party. And I, and I couldn't do this, and I couldn't do that. I was complaining all night. All night. For what? What if I would have went to that party? I, I could have got shot up. I could have I, I could have uh, got taken away in handcuffs. It could have been anything that went wrong. And, 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 and I was just being protected the whole time. And then, then I found out my friends didn't even go to that party. They, they all stayed home, but I'm sitting there complaining in my living room talking about, oh, I should be able to go to, to do this. I should be able to go do that. Meanwhile, I was just being protected the whole time. So when you get convicted, it's really just your just God protecting you from something. It's not always, oh, God don't want me to do something. Oh, God don't want me to have fun. It's literally God protecting you from something yeah. that you don't even, don't even know is harming. That's just like, I just think of, um, I just think of a baby. There are certain things babies do that babies don't don't know is harming them. Like mm-hmm. a baby will go try to put their finger in a socket or put their finger in a place that, in a fan or something, and they don't know mm-hmm. that that can hurt them. But you, as a parent or you, as a um, a grown person, and and if you're watching the child, you stop the child. But the child may think you you don't want them to do fun things. Mm-hmm. They they may they may not understand in the moment, but then later it's revealed to them why they shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with God. God God protects His children. Mm-hmm. 
he he he's never gonna steer you wrong. He's nope. always gonna gonna go. And then the thing about guy, he he don't he he might not reveal it in that moment, and he doesn't even have to reveal it to you why he told you not to do these certain things. But he does double back and do that, so you can understand, and maybe you can teach somebody else. God rejection is your protection. God's rejection is your protection. Yeah, that is so true. That is that that is beyond true. What about um, secular music versus non-secular music? Uh, so secular music is just any type of music, right? Secular music is just any music like R&B yeah. and um, pop and blues anything and that's not trap religious. Anything that's not religious, that's secular music. Non-secular music is... Secular the, is like worldly. So. Yeah. Um, non-secular music is just church music. Now... When I was a baby in Christ, or am I a babe still? I, the world may never know. But um, <laughs> when I was just starting off in Christ, um, I I used to think I used to watch this one lady, and her her one of her convictions was not to listen to secular music, right? So I automatically thought that I, as a a, a newbie or a, a girl, a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. A woman that's just walking, okay. <laughs> walking for Christ, that I shouldn't listen to secular music too. And you know, she had her reasons why. But the thing is, what she never said was, "This is my personal conviction." She she said you shouldn't be listening to secular mm-hmm. music. So I'm thinking, oh well, I shouldn't listen to secular music. Not, but uh, God never told me that. So I, I I realized for me, I could listen to whatever whatever. So how I go about doing things, I'll listen to a song if I want to, and I'll listen for the Holy Spirit. And if He tells me to turn it off, then I turn it off. I listen to anything. I but I I'm not gonna say I listen to anything. I listen to things that feed me. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to just garbage. I I mean I go listen to different things that um are popping and that are trending just to hear how they sound. But I don't I don't sit in that. I don't I don't I don't sit in those those different types of songs and stuff. If it's not if it's not feeding my spirit, mm-hmm. and that's just me. I mean you really can listen to whatever you want to as long as God is allowing you to listen to it. Some people can't listen can't listen to secular music. I don't even have the desire to listen to secular music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll listen to it sometimes, depending on how I feel. But I notice when I listen to some secular music, it I just feel the need to go right back to non secular music, and that's just that's just me. Like, mm-hmm. so how do you feel about that? Um, I don't like that people put other people down if they are a Christian and they listen to certain things I don't like that I don't like that that whole situation because yes musical music is influential like yes it is um but like these said is about your personal conviction some people can listen to jazz music and not feel anything some people can listen to rap and get hyped up <laughs> and you know want to go off but for me I'm I, I could I, I pretty much could listen to anything but I listen to 80% of the time gospel music all day, every day. Now, I do have my moments when I listen to R&B because I am an R&B girl. I love all old 90s, 80s, 2000 R&B songs. I don't like rap or anything like that, but I do like R&B. So I still can't listen to stuff like that and not feel convicted, not, you know, feel nothing about it, not getting my feelings, not be looking outside for a boo, not none of that. I could just listen to it and be okay. But I noticed that when you listen to, 
you know r&b or anything that's outside of godly music it can like sway your perspective and like in the moment so let's say you keep listening to sad songs and then you you find yourself sad like that's not by chance is this what you keep feeding yourself so if you're feeding yourself sad songs about he cheated and i should have if you keep feeding your song feeding yourself songs like he cheated i, I i'm gonna get him back and i should did better and i'm scamming on him and I, if you keep feeding yourself songs like that your attitude is gonna start portraying that you, you're gonna start talking like the people in the songs and all that so if you keep feeding yourself that yeah that's gonna come out but I, I take doses of stuff like I listen to gospel 80% of the time and then I take doses of other things and then I get right back to gospel because that's what my heart is my heart is in listening to music that you know honors God you know bring me closer to God so unless it's like a super positive song that's not religious I'm mostly listening to religious music so yeah what Kay said was um that stood out to me was if you really keep feeding yourself I don't want to say garbage, but sometimes that's what it—that's what it is. If yes, you keep it is filling garbage. Yourself garbage, then you, this that's beat, gonna, this in this that this that pop pop shoot them up, huh huh, get yeah. back, yeah. That's gonna come out of you. <laughs> Whatever goes in must come out. But yeah, that's true. You gotta you gotta watch what you listen to. What's the scripture about um? Some about your ear gates. Dang. About your ear gates. It's, it's like like don't. Guarding your heart? It's something along guarding your heart, but it's something about the air gates too. But yeah, it's the same thing with like guarding your heart though. Um, I just think of guard your heart above all else because out of it because out because out of it comes the what does it say? Flows the something. Flows the yeah. Out you know We yeah. not from, hey, hold up. We not. We is not extra religious over y'all. We um we are learning, we are guarding Christ again relationship. We did not go to um what is it? What's it called? Not Bible school, Lord. Forgive me. What is it called? Seminary. Seminary. Eh? We didn't. We we're not scholars. No, and I don't aspire to be. Unless we that's what are God just wants regular people, real people on this journey to walking with God. That's it. So we don't know the scriptures like the back of our hands. So don't come for us because we ain't coming for you. Right. Um. But if you're if you like are let's just take let's just say this if you're dealing with lust right mm-hmm. you you do not need to be listening to sexual songs no all day every day Mm-mm. because that is just gonna feed your lust no it's not gonna teach you how to have sex better it's really gonna feed your sinful desire and especially don't listen to music if you're getting convicted in the area if you can't getting convicted with lust why would you go listen to a lustful song or a lustful playlist? Cause you're trying to get, you're trying to catch the vibe, as they say. You're getting convicted in that area for a reason. Cause we do that, like we'll get convicted and then go to the same thing we get convicted from. Yeah, that's not gonna help. I remember I was getting convicted um, of watching somebody. Um, uh huh. This person really talked all about sex mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And they was funny. They was very funny. And Always entertaining. Very entertaining. But I just didn't understand why. I didn't understand why. I was like, I shouldn't even be listening to this. Let me turn this off. And I never would turn it off. But mm-hmm. I was speaking that. I was like, I need to turn this off. Mm-mm. I can't be listening to this. That was God. 
he was telling me girl turn that off you don't need to be watching it that is feeding that is that is either feeding something inside of you that's already trying to i'm already trying to get out of you or that is prematurely growing subconsciously inside of your body so yeah turn that off whatever it is you you got playing that you know that you're supposed to have all turn it off don't don't feed yourself something that you know that you are getting convicted on and don't listen to um things just a side note but don't listen to things that you don't know the meaning of the songs to. like if you don't know the meaning of the songs or what they're saying and it doesn't align with your like values and stuff why are you listening to it in the first place like i used to be the person who'd be like oh that got a good beat and then you listen to the lyrics and beat and it just like uh i don't agree with the lyrics but why are you listening to it because it got a good beat no turn it off turn yeah. it off a lot of people say these things and pick up on this slang let me tell y'all a lot of people are saying no cap but a lot of people don't know what that really means what that mean no cap mean no condom that's what that really means Oh, that's what that originally. I'm glad came I never from. said that. No cap mean no condom. That's what, that's what it originally mean. So I, for all y'all that saying that, even even um on God. Uh, do y'all know they have a scripture that says don't? Let me find it. It says do not. But well, use his name in vain. What? It's it's do not use his name in vain. But it says. Don't even say on. Don't ever say on God. Don't say on your mom. Or don't say even on your own body because you can't even turn one hair black or gray on your body. Oh yeah, it's in it's in one of the gospels, guys. One yeah. of the gospels. So <laughs> you just gotta not only mind what you, you know, what you listen to. You need to mind what you're saying and the things that you're, you know, slangs and little, you know, fads you jumping on. You need to understand what that means. Before you just start saying stuff out your mouth and speaking stuff over your life that you don't even know the meaning of. Yes, and we have a bad habit because when you when you start hearing stuff, you 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 say it because I remember that um, people everybody named mom was saying son or bro. We from we're from Louisiana, by the way. I'm sorry but, how you say that. <laughs> um, everybody was saying son and bro. I don't know what that means till this day. It could have an underlying meaning in those two words. and That might be Sunday and stuff because other people say that too. That it might have an underlying meaning and I don't know. What's am, son? What's up, son? Man, bro, what you talking about, bro? That's, that's I how it goes. I don't know about that one. What? I don't know anything negative when it comes to those. Um, I don't know either, no, but they. Um, I'm just saying they could have a negative yeah. connotation to them, and we've been saying it for years. On top of the, on top of years, it's just good to look into different mm-hmm. things, and that's why I'm making my own words. Me, uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta make up your own slang. You know what fits you mm-hmm. and your convictions, and to stop following the crowds. Hmm. Speaking of following the crowds, another um, man-made um, thing that's going around right now is the cancel culture what you feel about that is that godly i don't feel like that's godly at all because how you cancel somebody and you back there doing the same thing in the closet so so cancel culture is basically uh you know it's really for those who are like public figures i feel like or people who's in the media who mess up and we want to immediately cancel them because we know people in regular life who who does like the same type of things but we don't cancel them 
yeah so there is a lot of scandals with cheating and um we like to cancel these men because they cheat when we know that some of us ladies and some of us men have dealt with people that cheated before and took them back so how are you gonna cancel somebody that is a celebrity or a public figure because they they didn't did something that you allow in your own life how, how how they go how you do that i don't i don't believe in the cancel culture especially when you already when you support the 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 causes and then you won't then you won't cancel them when they when you finally fed up that's not cool that ain't cool i don't agree with the cancel culture at all because god loves everybody god loves everyone and he knows that everybody falls short of him, of him and everybody got everybody messes up and everybody got their own skeletons in the closet so why are you pointing out the log in somebody else's eye when you got a speck in yours no it's reverse why are you pointing out the speck in somebody else's eye and you got a whole log in yours fix your own problems first and then leave the judgment up to the one who created us what you got to say Kay? all i all i could think about or all that just dropped in my spirit was proverbs um 24 16 a just man falls seven times um it's not for one we're not the judge we're not the judge for two what's the what's the other scripture about the speck in your eye and calling out the speck in somebody else's eye that's in matthew that one that that comes to my mind and for three it's mind your business it's, it's really not up to us to cancel anybody because if we can cancel somebody else we should cancel ourselves because like you said like if we know they doing it but what we were doing yesterday what we doing or today? who we know doing the same type of thing and we still answering their calls and we're still you know friends with them or we're still you know supporting them who does the same thing so i just i just feel like just how the scriptures say because the scripture always got something for you anything in this life right now you think you walking alone and you you seen for the first time no the bible there there are scripture scenarios stories you know plot twists everything nothing's new nothing's under the new. sun nothing so if a just man in the bible can fall seven times and get back up and still have favor with the lord then y'all shouldn't be canceling somebody after after one instance of y'all knowing the mess messing up like and let me tell you something god literally can use anybody let's talk about paul because this is my dude paul is um paul paul was a disciple of jesus and paul actually was previously known as saul uh-huh Saul, he was a mass murderer. Give us a, a history lesson right quick. Saul was a murderer of Christians. Saul used to slice and dice all God's people. And God came and was like, Paul, Saul, you gonna, your name about to change. Uh, let me turn you blind right quick because you is tripping. And you can't see. When um, What I need you to see. So you got to go blind. When when Saul went blind, he, he, he begged God to let him see again. And yeah. God let him see again he changed his name to paul and he came to he he became one of the most prolific disciples in the bible he, yes, he's he responsible wrote, for half of the uh, new testament he wrote half of the new testament dude so you can't say i'm gonna cancel this person and then think about it um and then think about it when jesus came on the scene every person that jesus healed um, did a miracle through, met, transformed, you know, had a relationship with them. All those people were the people that we wanted to cancel, but God didn't cancel. The lady that God met at the well, 
people would have canceled her because she was a prostitute. Jesus didn't cancel her. Jesus didn't cancel. It's all about when I think of the cancel culture, I just think you need to humble yourself. That's 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 what I think. Because mm-hmm. how are you gonna exalt yourself so high and thank you God that that you got so much in you and you think you can cancel somebody else? I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't, I don't get that. I don't. I don't get how you say, "Oh, you canceled." Mm-hmm. What 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 gives you the authority? How you how no, do you have nothing. enough power to say you got you can cancel somebody? The what only is- only thing you can cancel is the things that personally convict you. So you that's what you need to be canceling. If God told you turn that Netflix off because every time you watch Netflix you don't spend time with Him, that's what you should be canceling. Not other people who mess up. You need to be canceling the convictions that God gave to you and turn away from those convictions and, and move to, toward God. What's another topic? Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Gender roles, gender roles, gender roles. Mm-hmm. A man-made thing, gender roles. De- gender roles is definitely a man-made thing. There. What about the people who about to argue about the gender roles in the Bible? What you mean? Of like um the uh like the woman the woman was you know taking care of the village and the man was you know working the fields like I don't know the gender roles in the Bible or I just think you need to go back to <laughs> Adam and Eve and and really look at what God intended for a woman and what and, and what He intended for man yeah. if you want to really get technical about the Bible but. As, yeah, that's true. As far as man-made um, general, man-made gender role, the woman not supposed to always be in the kitchen. No, think of Proverbs, Proverbs thirty-one woman. That woman did the most, and then some. That woman me, cause who I'ma be, you know, dibbling, dabbling my hand in many pots, doing many things, but still submitting under my husband. But yes, the woman don't need to be in the kitchen, and the man don't need to automatically be outside. God made different different people. Not every man wants to be outside. They got some men that's that's creative and they 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 are interior decorators and they just don't feel comfortable outside. But but if and you, they, go ahead. And they got some women that want to be outside. It's it's all about about your personality type and how God constructed your being. You don't have to do what everybody else do. You don't have if you don't have to be in the kitchen. Some women don't even want to cook. Don't like to cook. Don't don't know how to cook. That that don't mean that you they need to be in the kitchen men you shouldn't marry the woman because she don't know how to cook they don't if you know how to cook you just if you're the chef be the chef teach her how to cook you can and that could be a, a good date for y'all babe let me teach you how to cook and, and y'all can that that could be a way to grow in your marriage it, but don't get it twisted because i can see y'all already planning and plotting well well he ain't gotta be this and i ain't gotta hey 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 go back to go back to uh God's purpose and God's um, creation for man and woman. What I'm trying to say is everybody has strengths and weaknesses. I know, but I know some people going to try to twist and turn it well. Well, I could be the one that do all this and, you know, the man could sit sit around and do nothing. No, God gave man purpose first. He gave man a vision first. You can't you can't raise that man. Shout out to uh, prophetess uh, Kim Michelle. You can't. If, nah. the, if God didn't get a man a vision, like, honestly, would you want a man... Nah, if he didn't have a vision and he didn't have, you know, some type of purpose, he ain't got to have it 100% together. But, like, God did make man first and, you know, he's supposed to be leading you in some way. He ain't got to be strong in all the masculinity um, type of stuff that the world puts on him. But God did give him something 
you know, to work with. I wasn't thinking that at all. Because I could I see some people about... be like, ooh, okay, I could chill on the couch. They, they said that the man ain't got to do this thing. I could chill back and let my, my L- let wife do Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Hell no. Let me tell y'all something. If you are the type of person that are, is very influenced, you don't need to be listening to this podcast. You don't need to be listening to no other podcast. You don't need to be listening to nothing. You need to get your word <laughs> and see what the hell God say. Yeah, because they, you, you can't take nobody, you can't take what nobody's saying. Ain't wrong with it. You can't even take. You can't even trust your own words and your own thoughts. No, so don't ever check with the take what what a pastor say, what your mama say, what your daddy say, what your friends say. Don't aggression? take that aggression in the voice? very much so because people take <laughs> people take little things and run with it. Yeah, I can't do. stand that. Don't 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 take a little bit from a messenger and you didn't even hear the whole story. Don't uh-huh. do that. Don't don't take what we saying and say, oh, I could do this because K and D said I could do no, this. Who, no, what who, did God say? Who did God call you to be? What? Who is the man God called you to be? And who is the woman God called you to K&D be? K and D can't say you could do this and you could do that. K and D can say, oh well, I can do this or I can do that because God told me. Mm-hmm. What did God tell you to do? And if you don't know, it's time to listen up and figure out. Oh, there is somebody that's gonna sit there and say. K and D said, or oh, I listened to the BF podcast and um. Listen, besties, y'all could try it, but y'all gotta answer the God. Let me tell y'all, y'all gotta answer the God when y'all die. Y'all ain't gotta answer the K or D. Let me tell y'all, and I ain't gonna be that answer the call when you try to come look. This our 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 stay our um podcast is called Let's Go BF. Um, we need to be holding our BF hand and say Let's Go BF right to God in God's word, okay? Because. Mm-mm. You can't. You really for real though. Got just all that calm down. We really, we really can't listen to men on certain things. We can be advised. We can be talked to. We can, we can, we can make suggestions to y'all. But at the end of the day, you need to be in God's word. With, with God. Sit at the feet of the Father and see what He has to say to you. You can't listen to men and women. And that's the whole purpose you of this can't. topic because it's man-made versus personal convictions. What are your personal convictions? Again, this is what what we have on the subject, but what are your personal convictions? Maybe God didn't convict you about a certain thing when it comes to man, a man role and a woman's role. And don't be so quick to say, oh, God didn't say I can't do this. Did you even sit down and listen? You didn't even did ask you, God, so let's stop. Did you, did we you, don't ask God about a lot. Did, did you even, like, stay still long enough to hear the voice of the Father? Let's be real. Let's be real with ourselves. Because you can't know if you're get, getting convicted if you're not even, if you if you not even, like, listening out for the conviction and, 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 and trying to hear from God. You, you're not going to hear from God if you're not even trying. You're not trying to hear from God. Like, come on. We got to do better. Throw another topic out there, girl, because... This one got me hot. <laughs> okay, man made things like um, appearance and, and, and beauty expectations. Or, well, I don't know what it's called for males, but I guess appearance, just appearance. Okay, for women, um, we all know the standard of beauty is from um, European or white men and women. Yeah, white um, European standards. Um. But who says that's the standard of beauty? Who says if you're a little black girl, or a little Indian girl, or a little Mexican girl, or or whatever? Who says that your hair gotta be touching your your behind, or your hair or straight, has, or has to be straight, or you can't have the your curly and kinks? God made all of us unique in in our own way. Your hair curly and quote unquote nappy or 
whatever short that's you that's how god made you and you are beautiful just the way you are you don't have to change for nobody and and, and adhere to their beauty standards that's that's just a no guys ain't nobody said if you got dreads let me talk to y'all dreadheads you got dreads and 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 that is that is how you choose to wear your hair and and you don't have no conviction about cutting your hair don't let nobody tell you you need to cut your hair for no job don't let nobody tell you that your hair your hair dirty or your hair look crazy don't let nobody tell you that that's 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 your hair that's how you choose to wear your hair i don't care if your hair look crazy if you like it you like it don't change yourself for nobody else don't don't do that god did god say that's your hair let me tell you something my little sister cut her hair the other day um more like two weeks ago my little sister cut her hair and i had been thinking about cutting my hair and stuff like that so let me tell you i got a uh uh i heard a voice in my head say no don't cut your hair i like your hair the way it is and let me tell you that voice was god god told me not to cut my hair because he liked my hair he like he he loves my hair come he, on hair. he don't he don't want me to do what everybody else does what what i'm cutting my hair for what i'm cutting it for if if i if if i'm learning to love my hair what i'm cutting it for mm-hmm. why because my sister did it mm-hmm. no no and and at that moment i didn't even ask god he just came out and told me. See, when you when you walking with him, and and you sit to his voice, you can just hear him out the blue. Mm-hmm. He just come in and, and interrupt you and say, "Girl, don't, girl, don't cut your hair. I love your hair." And guess what? Guess who not cutting the hair? Me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cute. When I think of like the dread heads, I just think of Samson. Uh huh. Sam, yeah, Samson. Samson yeah. was a um a man in the Bible who he had long hair we don't know if it was dreads or not but that's what was it dreads did it say it was dreads um, i don't know if it was dreads but in like locks or something something they said i don't know i'm not sure well it, it was some type of style and what we could imagine is locks dreadlocks and he was told that his mom was told to never cut his hair because that was that that was something that was that was his, his kind of like his I don't want to say good luck, but that was that his, was his glory. Yes, that was his glory. His crown of glory. That was um, what God favored over his life. Mm-hmm. Um. So Samson was never supposed to cut his hair. One day, Samson, he was dibbling and dabbling. Dibbling with, and dabbling. He was dibbling and Sneaking dabbling. Sneaking and sliding. He was dabbling with um, slipping and sliding. With these other creeping and freaking. <laughs> race women that he wasn't supposed to be messing with. And one day that woman Delilah, Delilah stank itself. Sorry for any Delilahs out there. We love y'all. She cut but his hair. She cut his hair because he was pillow talking. Telling her oh, this that is, his strength is in his hair. His strength is in his hair. And his favor and his glory is in his hair. Delilah the dirty neck cut it. Mm-mm-mm. Delilah cut it. And he lost his and he lost favor. His, he lost his strength. He lost his favor. And that all goes to say, what if God got favor favor in you and strength in you because you got hell? Don't let nobody tell you to cut your god dog on hell. Guys. Don't 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 do Guys that. Guys and gals. Don't do it. Don't even. What you what you what you think of when you um think of um that topic? When I think of appearance and beauty um standards, I just think about um how we dress. So, you know, what we put on. So a lot of times we're gonna take it back to the church, you know. 
if if your dress is too high above your knees like you're doing too much and and people are looking at you sideways when you come into church um or just regular day life women who you know wear shorter or tighter things they're look they're being looked as a whole or this or that and um when you know men you know well men it's kind of more lean lean for men but i guess when men always got their shirt off or you know posting pictures on instagram and their boxers and stuff like that then they say something about men but my thing is um or my personal conviction with what to wear is you know asking god like what should i wear because mm-hmm. i used to wear um in high school i used to wear like fitted clothes because like that's that was the popular thing we had the little fitted air pasta shirts and then we had the uh fitted air pasta pants so i used to wear like fitted clothes and then like it got to a point where god convicted me of it and i stopped wearing it but you know i just think about that like are we letting you know man-made um standards beauty standards dictate how god feels about how we dress yeah another thing i think of is just like your shape and um just your body type everybody is not a size two and that's okay or right now everybody trying to be like a size six or a size eight because they trying to be like very hippie and very like thick at the bottom yeah women y'all y'all are okay just the way you are god made you unique the way you are you don't have to go buy that ant body just and everybody is buying or going get surgery for their body and everybody is starting to look the same have you um asked god um about your appearance because I'm not going to lie, if I created something and my creation, you know, transformed itself completely from what I made it, from where I made it, I would be, like, kind of mad. Or sad. I would be really mad. Like, so, think about it. Like, when we are changing ourselves 100% from what God made us to be. Like, he made you with that um, that body for a reason. He gave you that nose for that reason. He gave those color eyes for that reason. That that color hair, that texture hair, like, that skin um, tone for a reason and for you to, you know, alter that in a way or permanently, like, that could be a slap in the face to God. So, have you ever even talked to God about it? See, let's go back to that hair. Alright, hair. I don't really, um... I'm not my hair. I don't really... Um, my hair is shorter and curlier. Mm-hmm. I don't really thank you, girl. I don't really wear like the straight wigs or any wig really because I learned to love my hair and I feel like I'm giving honor to God wearing the hair that He gave. Like I, I, I don't, I don't want to do the most. And if I do wear weaves and stuff, it's more of like the natural styles like if i wear braids or even if i do get a wig i would want more like a texture that's like my hair and it's i'm not saying it's it's not it's not okay to switch it up every now and then and flat on your hair and wet a wig i'm just saying for me i just learned to fall in love with what i have what god what god has created me and i'm just i'm just fine with that like Oh. And I just think other people should be fine with what they have. You you have something. You have something nine times out of ten that somebody else wants. Everybody, it, it, it seems like everybody always wants what they don't have. Mm-hmm. Why would you transform yourself to be like this person when that other person really thought you were beautiful? We're all different for a reason. Mm-hmm. 
and we look the way we look, we act the way we act, and we 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 are ourselves to bring him glory. So why do you want to change that? I just I That's don't That's a good get question it. to ask yourself why you want to change that. Oh, God gave me something. Man looks on outward appearance and God looks on inner appearance. Come on. So that's how you know that, you know, beauty standards and, and, you know, how you should dress and how you should, you know, look. That that's a man-made thing because God's not even, God isn't even looking all the way past that. While you're trying to please yourself and get cute and get handsome and, you know, look good, God is looking past that. God's looking at the inward appearance. He's looking at that heart. That yeah. spirit, that soul, who you really are on the inside when the door is closed, the wig is off, you know, your hair ain't cut, the nails ain't done, you know, you know, he's looking at, at that person. He's not looking at the person, you know, you, you all fly and you look, you know, Instagram, like he's not looking at that person. He's looking at the in, the inner person. Let me ask you something. Okay. okay. Have you ever met a person that was just so beautiful on the outside? But when you got to talk to that person, mm-hmm. they was just as shallow as a, as a, a kitty pool. <laughs> have you ever met a person like that? <laughs> yes, I Cause have. Because I have. I have too, girl. And, and, it, and it, okay, go ahead. And it, it's just, it's just, it's a sight to see. That's all I can see. Oh, I was about to say, it hurts to see that. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's a sight to see. It, it really is. It hurts. To, for me, it was hurt. It's hurtful to see that because for me, it's just like, wow, like people really put on and whether you putting on for who you think you want to be you're putting on for other people you're putting on for a guy or a girl you're putting on for the world you're putting on for acceptance you know whatever whatever reason you're putting on you know it really hurts to see the other side of you the, the real you you know and you know the inward person to know that you know it's not there something's broken there something's missing there you know there's a void there like it, it's, it's sad to see i can't lie Oh my gosh! You, let's just take it to worldly. Looks will draw you in, but their personality will make you stay. You know what? Not to toot my own horn, but beep 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 beep. But one thing I can say that people have said about me is I always had a good personality. So I'm glad people at least look beyond my looks and say, "Hey, you got a good personality." I feel like the same thing to you. That people like you know you you got a good personality you're fun you know yeah like because looks ain't looks, looks ain't nothing looks can go looks can go today what if God forbid now don't say they have a lot crazy. of people no for real they have a lot of people that really depend on looks and they have been through tragedies like fires and their faces oh, yeah. are burned or they in a wheelchair now or whatever that is then you forced to be All right who you really are like because yeah. you can't depend on your looks no more you can't depend on um, to the you can't you just can't depend on that. So, God will really humble you if it takes that. God will humble you. Not to say that if that happened to you, God mm-hmm. is mad at you because you were flaunting off your looks and all that. No, it. I'm I'm saying that because everything that we see is literally temporary, and you shouldn't you shouldn't put all your hope and all your joy and all all of this into how you look. Or your personality, we should be putting all that into Jesus. I um, I got um convicted about a parent transitioning. I would say trans transitioning out of high school. When that, was that when it was? So I guess transitioning out of high school, going into college because I guess that was a new setting. So God wanted to, God wanted to, you know to get me right there when I was coming out of um, high school, but going into college, not having that same mindset, right? Mm-hmm. 
so God convicted me on like appearance, and and He was just like, you know, you've been not been ahead into college, you know, trying to dress for the nines and trying to you know really put on this facade about appearance because you know. Well, not for everybody, but we went to a school where we had to wear uniforms. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm about to stunt in college, right? Mm -hmm. And God said, who? Who about to stunt? (laughs) Who about to stunt? And he convicted me. um, He convicted me on my appearance. And he was like, you know, be yourself. Don't try to go up in there trying to look like everybody else. Don't go up in there trying to, you know, wear things to get attention. You know, you know, don't. Well, he ain't really saying nothing about my hair, but. You know, don't go up in there trying to wear makeup because you you don't ever like makeup. So that's not that if you wear you wear makeup, I know that it's for somebody else and it's not for me because you don't ever wear makeup anyway. Mm-hmm. So he he just began to convict me on some um things as I was getting ready to go to college, and I was just like, "You're right," because I don't even desire to you know, I don't even have this desire to you know meet the world standards for my appearance anyway. Oh, he he had me write something down. So this is what. This is not everything he told me, but this summarized what he told me when he convicted me about uh, my appearance. He said not to dress in a way that disrespects myself, God, and my future husband. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how I was about to um, dress going to college because I went to college here. Kay was about to be scandalous here. <laughs> Kay was please. about to be scandalous. Girl, please. But we, we do live in Louisiana, so, you know, it's hot girl. This is where the hot girl summers really be. But I live in, we live in Louisiana, so I went to college in Louisiana. So you you can imagine it's gonna be hot. So I was I was about to come out there with crop tops. I was about to come out there with booty shorts. I was about to come out there with you know the um the slim pants that you know fit you fit you right. I was about to come out there and wearing heels to school. And sometimes I wore heels, but only on professional days. Like I was just you know because we never like dressed up at school because we was wearing uniforms. So I was just I was about to wear my ro- wardrobe. And God said, No, you're not. And honestly, I really went to school very comfortable. Like, I used to wear, like, you know, a lot of active wear. Because, you know, I had to walk up and down the streets to get to class or drive up and down the streets. You know, a lot of, you know, loose flowing shirts. Jeans that were comfortable because it's so hot down here. You don't really want one of those jeans that hug you too tight because you're going to be sweating. The thing is... So, God God was really... He convicted me because he wanted to protect me for what? The thing is, go ahead, go ahead. And, and, and it's so funny because when you saw the girls with the heels, you, they just look ridiculous. Just they to be did. honest, like I kid you not, they looked so bad. They were struggling. Their ankles were hurting. They was taking their shoes off in the middle of the walk and then putting it back on when they got to class to look cute. They had to run to the bathroom to fix their hair flat on their hair right before they got to class. But me, you know, being myself and you know coming how I was coming, I didn't have to do all that. I didn't have to, you know, you know. And I still got looks. Not that I wanted them, but I'm just saying when you be yourself, <laughs> when you be yourself and you move in God, like you don't have to put on for yeah. your parents. You just, you know. So I'm, I'm glad God did that because I would have been ashamed if I was, you know, the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd probably be a different story right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Next topic. Mm-hmm. All right. Another, um, another man-made thing is the birthday sign so like the aquarius i'm supposedly a libra because my birthday is in october same um the t- taurus uh scorpio all this that, astrology all that all that all that all that all that all that it, and i've read um how the stars and um astrology and your horoscope and all that is literally directly against god god 
there's no way a star or a horoscope or uh, uh um what is that called the um is it all called horoscope no your signs your know, signs sure. um are supposed to tell you how you're supposed to act yeah, so that, I'm about to look up some right quick, and then I'll give, and you can keep going, D. I'm going to look up an example for Libras. But I noticed, I used to look, I didn't, I wasn't heavily involved with the, um, with the signs, but I did used to go ahead and look, because, you know, it was, like, a thing that was very, very much so popular, and, like, people started saying it, so I went to check it out, I was like, well, what this is, what it say about Libras, because that's what it's supposed to be, I am, but... Um, I looked into Libras and I looked into Gemini's and I looked into like Scorpios and Capricorns and all the other ones and most of the things line up with each other. So you can't you can't box somebody in the category. Go ahead and read what a Libra is supposed to be. Okay. This, this is supposed to be us. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. So me and D are Libras and um this is what's supposed to be us. So we are um we our positive traits are that we're charming, we're attractive and we're friendly. Do you agree? Yep. And the negative traits are we're shallow, we're fickle, and we're overly sensitive. You know, I'm one not, thing about okay, go ahead. I'm not shallow. I was about to say who ain't shallow is me. If anything, I'm deep waters. I'm um, deep sea diving. Okay, I, I am very. Deep. I'm not shallow at all. Um, fickle. What does that mean? I think it means like so so. Like you, you, you on the you on and off. Like you, one day you on. Like oh, you not you not standing firm. Yay. And. I'm standing firm. <laughs> but emotional. I am very emotional. But that doesn't mean that the damn sign can tell me that I'm emotional. That's just the way God created me. And that's and, and that's how I deal with certain things. Like I, that don't I wouldn't mean, say I'm charming. I think I'm charming. What what does charming mean? What does charming mean? Let me look up the definition of charming. I feel like charming is like those people who try to, you know, charm you into Oh like um polite oh never mind. They say pleasant or attractive or polite, friendly, or likable. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. Gain or influenced by charm. That's what I was thinking about. Gain no, no, no. I wasn't charm. thinking about uh, trying to um, get, um, over. get over. Libras are very easygoing, very loving, and a little lazy. Um, they are compatible with Aries. What Aries? What what uh, month is Aries? You know? March. No. And Tauruses and Gemini. See? See, it, it's just yeah, all yeah. over the place, and yeah. that's how you can tell it's man-made because it's not, it's not set in stone. You can really tell something is man-made when it just sways from left to right. It is, it, it's, it's never like straight up. It God's word is straight up. What, what you saw? What? No, they were saying like Libras, um, how to catch a Libra. You gotta um, show them that you're easygoing and um, that Libra's friendliness can come off as misleading like me being too friendly to a guy could come off as i like him you know i with some of the signs i i could agree with some of the things that they say but it, i mean it contradicts too much it, it contradicts because it can it can double back and say the same thing about a gemini and who's to say oh i'm a libra so i gotta be with a gemini oh i gotta be with an aries no it just so happened that that's that, that's where their birthday fall, and that's what the man, the, who the man who made astrology say. Like, who says I gotta the, go with that? At the end of the day, this world is you know fickle anyway. So you know things no. aren't newer. Things aren't you know stable anyway. No. Things aren't like the same. The same meaning of today ain't gonna be the same meaning of tomorrow because that's how fickle the world is, and you know. 
So I wouldn't I wouldn't base my total life off of something like that's that. changing. This that's word. This word right here, or y'all can't even see it. I'm holding it up like the Bible saying. never changes because if you if you look at the Bible and you look at the things around us, it's the same stuff happening. So that's how you know it's it means something. There's truth there because if you could look in the Bible and see great disasters, and then you look at the world and, and and there has been great disasters. You can't say, oh, that was a lie. Great disasters never happened, but they have. They have though. You can't look in the Bible and be like, oh, she got her heart broken. And then look in the world situations and be like, nobody never got their heart broken. You yes, they have. You can't look in the Bible. Let's get a little dark. Okay. You can't look in the Bible and say, oh, homosexuality started in the world. No, baby, that started in the Bible yeah, days. Yeah, if you look like, in the Bible, you could, you know, you Prostitution, could see. that started in the Bible days. Like, Y'all talking about side chicks and side Side hoes, that is in, in the, the Bible. Bible. That's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. These these people, polygamy, you, that's in the Bible. You talking about cheating um, and sleeping with somebody else, hu- husband or wife, You talk, that's David, you King about, David. You talking about five baby mamas, five baby daddies, you better check this box. If you want to see some drama, <laughs> check the Bible out. Check out the Bible because the drama is very juicy here. And you don't have to, if you don't understand a, a certain um, edition, go find an edition that you can understand because there's a lot of drama in the Bible. But the whole point is, there's nothing new. There's nothing new. So you can't, you can't, you can't um, stand on the word of astrolog- astrologist about, you know, your signs and this and that. And, and because the weather is hot today, that means that uh mercury is in retrograde <laughs> at all late like you know let me tell y'all something get a little oh, no. this is a little personal Come on, Jesus. so Let the spirit i flow. remember um when my papa had died right uh-huh people said when it rains that means somebody went to heaven right now my papa was all a right. man of god he talked about jesus and gave his life to jesus he was he, he was a, a man after god's heart right Right. right, the day of his funeral, it was hot as hell. Okay, in Louisiana, it didn't rain. So was I supposed to go with what everybody else said? Oh, my papa going to hell because it's hot on his funeral. Uh huh. Oh, he didn't go to heaven because it uh-huh. didn't rain. You know how dumb that sound? Yeah. Do you know how stupid that sound when the word says whoever accepts whoever accepts Jesus as Lord, they are saved? Do you know how dumb? How dumb I would have looked if I would have said, "Oh, if I would have really said it out loud." Oh my God, my papa going to hell mm-hmm. because he is hot out here. That that just sounds crazy. That just especially knowing what the word has already said. So if we following astrology and we and we are Christians and we know what the word says and we know that we all are are, are beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of God. And we sitting here telling, letting a, a star or a, a, a planet or whatever, a sign, tell us what what, what, what we're supposed to be doing today and, and, and how we're supposed to act and how who we're supposed to, who we're supposed to be with. And if we let, if we let men that made stuff, we really don't have a standard. We don't have a, a set standard. We don't have no principles. We don't have no morals. We don't have nothing because we're letting people that were created create things for us mm-hmm. how, how do you do that we 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 all have a moral compass inside of us because we come from the god who created us supernatural beings that created us the potter who created us that's the reason why we can sit here and say there's good and there's bad because we have something inside of us that is telling us we don't come up with this stuff on our own Mm-mm. we don't say oh murdering is wrong because oh we just feel it no 
murder is wrong because this is what the word say. That's what God say. Like, we, we, we are not our own gods to be coming up with stuff and just going and running with it. And then, teach, then teaching other people mm-hmm. to do it. You know, the word says, if you allow one of my little children to go astray, then you might as well put put a thing around your neck and then fall deep into the sea. An anchor? No, not it's not even an anchor. It's something else. It's something, something. But it, 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 we can use anchor. You might as well tie it around your neck and just fall dead into the sea. So that's just telling you might as well die if you leave somebody else astray. This astrology stuff, y'all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, that's, that's y'all better stop listening cool. to the universe and listen to the God of the universe, okay? Look now, that let's go to the next topic. That didn't trigger me, girl. What the hell? <laughs> let's go to the next it's topic. It's the universe, cause the universe said the universe, the universe is said, what God. Created. I didn't know the universe has had much power that that people said it that it do. I didn't know that. I didn't know the universe could tell you what 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 to do. I didn't know that. The universe is another name I did, for God. It I gotta didn't. Be. I didn't think so. Well, no, don't say the universe, say God. And don't, and look, don't even say God. Say Jesus because most of y'all, y'all say God because y'all won't be comfortable. Y'all, y'all don't want to upset nobody. No, if you believe in God, the one true God that, that is Jesus, the Holy Spirit in God, say that. Don't, don't, don't say God as a, 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 a um, a, um, a scapegoat or whatever. Don't say God is, 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 is a general term a general term don't say that don't do that who cares if somebody else get uncomfortable it's the truth and there's only one truth there's only one way there's only one life and that's jesus i'll be getting mad on this podcast girl i hope y'all feel it and speaking of don't care what nobody else say another man-made thing is that my life should align with yours you know god gets on me a lot because there and it is it is very innocent if i can say that myself Okay. Um, it doesn't, it's not nothing that I, I, I feel like it's very innocent. Sometimes when God speaks to somebody else, I want him to speak to me that way too. Okay. Like, um, there was one time you had told me something and you was like, well, God said, mm-hmm. um, spoke to me this way and he told me so-and-so and so-and-so. So I was like, okay. well, God, I want you to speak to me that way. That seems like fun for you to that would be so fun for you to speak to me that way and you're just uh-huh. like girl no you need mm-hmm. to stop comparing yourself to other people yeah and not just k stop comparing yourself to this one and that one mm-hmm. i speak to everybody unique to them mm-hmm. you know how i speak to you that is very fun so why are you trying to tell yeah. me to speak to you in a way that i speak to them when you're not them and they're not you what do you why god God got in my tail, okay? He got in my tail that day. And you know what? I had to sit there and take it because that is so right. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be worrying about how you speak to this one and that one. It's mind your walk. Mind your walk. You not here to, to live somebody else's life. No. You was born alone. You're walking this life for me alone. And you're going to die alone. You got to answer to me. Mm-hmm. You can't You can't worry about this one and that one. You can't. So be 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 grateful that you that I'm even speaking to you at all. Mm-hmm. And you know what I have to do? I have to sit down and take that. Yeah. And, and, and no, I don't. I'm not mad at that. I I don't I don't have a problem with that at all because it's this is so right. And sometimes he still he still have to deal with me with that. Mm-hmm. Because comparison is something that really needs to be deadened. Yeah. I remember um, 
when I was just starting to walk with God again. And I used to watch people. Hold on. She said again. Now, now see, that's something y'all need to listen to. Again. <laughs> nobody perfect. Yeah. Ain't nobody perfect. Yeah. When I started to walk with God again, um, I was watching a lot of um, videos, which is what a lot of, of us do. We go look for testimony videos or, you know, just to see how other people's is dealing with God and trying to, you know, figure out the blueprint of how we should, you know, set out our mm-hmm. lives. So I started watching a lot of videos, a lot of testimonies, a lot of, you know, this and that. And then I began to not compare, but I was just like, okay, God, well, when they were 18, you know, you did this with them and then you bought, you know, purpose and then you, then you bought a spouse and then you, you know, all this different type of stuff. And I kept seeing different people videos and their testimonies. I'm just like, okay, God, so I'm praying all day. I'm reading your word, you know, you know, I'm doing what's right. I'm not doing what's wrong. You know, I'm not sinning, you know, where's this, where's that, you know, because this person say you did this for them and that person say you did that for them. So, you know, what's up? And that's when I really learned about how your, your walk is your walk and my walk is my walk. And, um, it's really important that when you're either coming to God from the first time or coming back around to him two, three, four, five times to understand that it's between you and him. The thing is between you and him and he going to do something different in your life. So you can listen to those um, testimonies or watch other people's videos for inspiration, but understand that that's their life. You know, if God told you, sorry, but not sorry, if God told you that you could kiss your husband before y'all married then kiss him because that's not everybody's story that he that you shouldn't kiss your husband till y'all married like that's not everybody's story the one thing god did say is not to have sex before marriage that's the one thing god said that's what you should be setting setting in your mind that's yeah. the thing you should set in stone but that that's also scriptures about paul but that say don't do nothing at all right that's paul conviction though yeah that paul, is paul conviction paul had the single man conviction that D don't have the single woman conviction, yeah. okay? D don't have it. D don't have the single woman conviction. And and it's okay if you got the single woman conviction for a season or, you know, whatever it is. But understand that your walk is your walk. And God is constantly doing a new thing in you each and every day. How I was walking with God when I, you know, first started walking with him again in 2015 is not how I'm walking with him now because he does a new thing. He always, for me, he always pushes me past the place of comfortable comfortability so it's not gonna be the same way that i used to read one scripture a day and that's that was good and i was good with god now i gotta i gotta meditate on whole books sometimes because you know god's always you know calling you to a different level so stop not only stop trying to align your your walk with somebody else's but stop trying to align your walk with your walk of yesterday because god is always looking to do something new he, he don't want you always waking up in the morning you know say two words to him and then go with your day Maybe he wants you to wake up in the morning and say a word to him and then come back to him in the afternoon and talk to him. Like, it's always going to be something new. I remember one time God, um, God, um, had something different for me in my quiet time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he actually made me lose the, um, he made me lose the actual structure of my quiet time, which was, um, three songs, then mm-hmm. me praying, mm-hmm. then me um reading my word of the day on my app and then coming mm-hmm. to him in his word 
wherever you wanted me to go mm-hmm. or sometimes it was uh go to my devotional and read those scriptures and then that was it it he just basically said that there's no structure to me so this particular morning i got up and um he he wanted me to sing him a song mm-hmm. and then we just started making the song and we just he just wanted that 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 quality time right that unstructured time that time mm-hmm. to just spend with his daughter and it just it just felt very good and it it it, it doesn't I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, it, it, it's not a structure to it. It's not God. No. It's not a formula to God. God yeah. is very unique, and it and it can really change. Like Kay said, daily. Yeah. There's not. There's one way to God, which is Jesus. But there's not one way to God with what you do, at all. No. You can really spend time with God doing anything. Like I notice about myself, I love to spend time with God, listening to music. Yeah, singing to Him. Mm-hmm. It's not always. That's another thing he has to get get to me. Um, you don't always have to be in your word. Yeah. You don't have to be in your word twenty four seven. You know, you know how our. He always say, you know how our relationship is. Mm-hmm. You like you like to worship me. You like to praise me. That's you spending time with me. That's you spending time with me. Let me tell y'all something else. Oh, I got a story after D done. I was in life group. Uh oh, now I got the same story. You got the same story yeah. about life group? Yeah. I was in life group and then it was time for us to pray. It was time for us to pray. We broke off into pairs of two. Um, and I would always be listening to how everybody else prayed or whatever. And I got to um I had my opportunity to pray. I got so nervous I passed out. Now being in that moment I thought, dang, I was passed out because it was a holy ghost. The holy ghost, I caught the holy ghost. But no, God revealed to me, I let you pass out because you wanted to, you wanted attention. You wanted attention. You wanted to pray this extravagant prayer when mm-hmm. you could have just said two words and it would have been good. Right. So I let the attention be on you. That's why you passed out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I had to take that. Right. I had to really take that and be like, well, God, how do you want me to pray? And I'm still learning. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm still learning how how to pray the way God that is pleasing to God. I'm still learning. And I don't have to pray this extravagant prayer. I don't have to pray like this person. I don't have to pray like that person. I'm going to pray unique to thee. And that's just what I'm going to do. No matter if it's two words, no matter if it's ten, no matter if it's a whole book, I'm going to pray the way that is pleasing to God. And I don't care who don't like it, as long as it's pleasing to him. Amen. That's the type of attitude we need to all adapt because at the end of the day, he the only one we got an attitude anyway. He the only one. What's your story with, girl? Um, how sometimes when you're in a setting as a Christian, everybody wants everybody to walk the same. And I remember, you know, we were being transparent in a moment about, you know, what God meant to us or how God made us feel or, or just a special time with God. And I was just like, you know, me and God be laughing. Like, you know, me and God be cracking jokes. Like, God is funny. And, you know, everybody looking crazy. Like, what you mean? Like, and my thing about that is God is... crazy, girl? Huh? I was looking crazy, too? I don't know if you was looking crazy, but, you know... It don't matter because I know you probably had moments with, you was laughing with God too. So I don't think you was looking crazy. But the, the whole point of it is God is to you who you need him to be. 
Right. That's that's why I say like the 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 man made part of it is that my life my walk and my life should align with yours because whatever I'm going through you got to go through. However I walk and however God is to me, he should be the same thing to you because this is how God is. But that's not the truth. We so, put God in a box too much. So for me. I say God makes me laugh, which he does, because I think God is funny. God is funny. God is petty. God is just, you know, everything and more to me. And I, and I, you know, express that and, you know, got some blank stares. But you know what? In that moment, I wasn't backing down from what I said, because the end of the day, God does make me laugh. He does, um, you know, keep me on my toes because he knows that's something special to me because I love to laugh. So mm-hmm. he is that for me. If you love something and God is that to, for you, he is just being that special thing to you. If you need a father figure and you never had a father and you was hurting in that area, God will be your father. Right. If I like to laugh and there's not a lot of funny moments in my life and God wants to be my my laughter, that's what he wants to be. Mm-hmm. So whether you get it or you understand or you can relate to it or he's not that in your life doesn't mean that something's lacking in me. It means that you and I are two different people. God to me and God to you is two different people. The same God, but he's he's what I need and he's what you need. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's my little story. I mean, I could I get more in depth with it, but I mean that's that's just the basis of it. You know, let God be who he wants to be to you. Right. Just let him be like and he gonna he gonna keep, you know, shifting. Yeah, he might be funny at one moment, the next moment he a parent and telling you, you know, you was wrong for what you did. Yeah, because you you always changing, you always growing, you always mm-hmm. evolving as a human and you always need that I'm not going to you you need some type of structure you do sometimes because God will keep you in line while being your comedian while being your your nurse while being your deliverer like while being your teacher while being your spouse while being whatever it whatever you need in that moment you know and he might be all at once (laughs) you know all of them at once but Cause at home, cause I show laughing cries together. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be whatever okay. you want him to be. So you know that was my personal. That wasn't a really a conviction, but that was something that God let me know in that moment. Like nothing wrong when you know that I laugh to you and I'm most serious to them. Nothing wrong with that, cause maybe they need a serious God. But to you, I'll make you laugh. You know. And I don't believe God is serious. But I'm just saying that was you know everybody response was something so deep in my thing was just like oh no he made me laugh and everybody's like you know i don't remember what i said you know whatever but like like i'm saying it doesn't matter because whatever god is if god is a singer to you like god sings to your spirit that's what he's gonna be to you yeah it don't matter if 10 people agree it don't matter if everybody's saying amen and like oh yeah girl he's that to me oh yeah dude yeah bro he that to me no let him be whatever he wanted he want a relationship with you when you have when you have a relationship with somebody it's usually one other person yeah. So when God, when when you're seeking a relationship with God, you're it's just you and God. Stop looking for your friend to co-sign. Stop looking for the world to co-sign because the world's definitely not gonna co-sign. And stop looking for those around you who might be in the same, um, on the same path as you to co-sign because their walks are gonna be different from yours. And that's just the whole point I'm trying to make. Mind your walk. We that's a whole nother one. If y'all want us to go in depth on that, that's a whole nother topic mind your walk not mind your business mind your walk all right um do we have any more topics 
Oh, classism. Oh, not a man-made thing is classism. And nobody ever said just because you ain't got no money or you do got money that you gotta be arrogant. Or you better than somebody. Let's come on, hold on. You ain't gotta. They ain't. They just because you got about. M's in your bank account don't mean that you're you're more higher than somebody and you're looking lowly on other people. Just because you work for a five hundred five fortune company don't mean. Oh, girl, I got a story, girl. Don't mean no. <laughs> don't mean. Yes, I do. Don't. I got a couple actually. Don't. Girl, I'm in a call with somebody, and I'm gonna wait. Go ahead, girl. Hold on. Just because you're a billionaire and you're the president, you're the CEO. Just because you're the pastor, just because you're the captain, just because you're a leader, you know, whatever it is. Because you're the big brother, because you're the parent of the household, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because we're all created equally. We're all created under God's image. So nobody's higher, nobody's lower. Go ahead, D, because she about the these stories anyway. Like a red of their neck. Girl, I'm in the car with somebody. Also got a red of their neck with that scripture. I'm gonna leave that for the at the end. I'm in a car with somebody and I'm telling them how something go. And they don't wanna listen to me because apparently they know. They just know everything. But I'm saying this is how it go. This is how it go. This person gonna tell me, you ain't never had a car. You don't know how it go. You don't know how it go. And I'm like because I ain't never had a call. Sugar. I'm not supposed to know sugar how how a call operate. No, I'm not a sugar coat nothing. I'm not doing that. I'm telling it. Oh, so you gotta come at me? <laughs> okay, fine. Go tell me that I, I just because I have never had a car, I don't know how something goes. So you know what? I sat back and I was just like, you know what? Come Find on. it on your own. Do it on your own. And guess what? The exact thing I had said how to do it was the way to do it. I'm saying this because just because you feel that you can't take another person's advice or opinion doesn't mean that they're not right. Just because a person never had something or you had this your whole life don't mean you need to look down on that person. You don't need to look down on that person. I was hurt. I wouldn't, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was not even hurt. I was just really surprised because this was somebody that was in the church or claimed to be in the church. And I was just like wow i was just wild in that moment i was just like because i don't have a call i don't know what to do wow but yeah this is my story i um i have a story or mm-hmm. uh, not a story just an observation so when i was in college um you know a lot of people pride themselves on being in organizations and being in clubs and being a part of something and you know I kind of did all that when I was in high school so I was just like I'm not doing all that when I get to college but I seen a lot around me that you know made me really look at people like why are you looking down on somebody just because they're not a part of your organization just because they're not a part of your club just because they're not a part of your sisterhood or brotherhood why are you looking down on other people why do you have your nose so high up and looking down on people just because you know they're not part of your so-called group and the reason i'm saying this because that's that's man-made things god jesus you know people in the bible you know what i'm saying it was all about unity well not all the time not all the time wasn't all about unity but when jesus stepped on the scene it was all about unity because you gotta you gotta understand when jesus came on the scene like D was telling me earlier, Jesus was eating with tax collectors. Like Jesus was hanging out with Saul. I mean, turned to Paul, you know, slicing and dicing, killing people. You know, 
he you know hanging out with people the outcasts or the people he shouldn't have been hanging out with the strippers the tippers the dippers like but you know what i'm saying like god was you know i mean jesus was hanging out with any and everybody so he didn't look his nose down and nobody even when the pharisees came at um jesus sideways jesus was still like you know what you could come eat at the eat from the cross at my table too because that's just type of the type of posture jesus had but like why are we so quick you know to look at people a certain way just because they're not you know a part of something we're a part of or just because they're not christians maybe they're muslims maybe they're you know buddhist you know we now we we turned our, our neck sideways or they got less than you Oh, you, oh yeah all you homeless that mean you dirty no i really have a heart for like people with well i ain't got much but you know i really have a yet i i really have a heart for people who have less than like i never wanted to stick my nose up and be like oh they they've been on this corner asking for money for 10 years i'm not gonna give them nothing no 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 and i don't know people we we as humans we let our titles get to our heads. We let oh, what yeah. other people say about us get to our heads. Humble thyself. Humble yourself. Or you will get humbled. Yeah, because yeah. it's not right to look down upon somebody for anything. Especially when you are not better. You're, you're the same. You're, you're equal. Yeah. I don't care what type of popularity you got. I don't care what type of job you work. I don't care what kind of car, race. I don't care if you got a banging body. I don't care if you're sloppy looking. I don't care. I don't care. You're not Ooh. better than the next person. Slappy Joe. Joe. You're not better than the next person. I don't care if you're moving your body like a snake. Pow. I don't care. I don't care. You could be jumping up and down like a pogo stick. It don't matter. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. It don't matter. It, it don't, really don't. It doesn't. Because the bus driver is needed. The janitor is needed. The garbage man is needed. The CEO is needed. The tax collector. The sewage people are needed. Every person is needed. And they all getting where they fit in. If God called you there, God called you there. Don't be comparing your your life to nobody else's. And don't be looking down on uh, on nobody. And don't be looking down on yourself. And y'all, y'all know God be convicting y'all when y'all think y'all too high for y'all horses. God be convicted. Take that conviction and change that attitude change it change it god's trying to help you to get out that rude and that crude and that snobby attitude that bougie attitude look take that conviction and and and, and repent and tor- turn towards god and it's not just the unbelievers it's not just the people that's lukewarm it's not the people that's the people that, that's holy and sanctified all y'all all y'all including us too including us because there's because no because d was had an attitude toward me i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> like we really need to check ourselves check yourself we have you all kind yourself. of things that can come against who we check really are yourself or you break yourself that's a word whoever uh made that song that's a word you know what you was talking about when you wrote that one you knew what you was talking about you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah because that's what we're doing we're wrecking ourselves when we don't check ourselves we are wrecking hmm. Hmm. i miss- say like a wreck. <laughs> we are wrecking our mental, our physical, our psychological, our emotional, our financial, our spiritual. Girl, we wrecking. There is like always supposed to be a why in a in a factor. Mm-hmm. Like if you act a certain way, question yourself. Why? why do I act like this? Why did I be mean to that janitor lady coming out the bathroom? Why? There's she didn't no, do me. There's nothing. always a reason. 
She was just making sure the bathroom was clean before I could walk, walk in there. Who cares if she took 10 extra minutes? No, something Why? else. Um, what's the to- third topic? The topic is classism. The oh, whole thing. Man-made things versus uh, personal convictions. This, this may be something else, but... Okay, go ahead. Let's um, see where you go with it. I'm just thinking about attitudes right now. Oh, okay. Attitudes. And okay. how your attitude could affect somebody else's attitude, whether positive or negative. Okay. I'm just thinking about how just because somebody is rude to you don't mean you got to be rude back. Oh, could I have something like that? You don't have to be rude back to that person. Maybe that person having a bad day. Oh, yeah, I did. Maybe that person having a bad day. And maybe your kind words to that person could make their day go better. But you being rude to that person back is not solving the problem. It's, it's, it's increasing the problem. So I guess you're saying the the man-made thing would be the, um, but that's kind of in the Bible too, but the eye for the eye uh, type thing. Or treat people how they treat you. So if I'm rude to you, you're going to be rude to me? Yeah. but That type um, of attitude? It comes back because it um, doesn't say treat treat others how you want to be treated, love, thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah. So. But you know people twist and turn and uh, another man-made thing that can come from biblical you know backgrounds is people you know using the word for situations but people using the word to me to me and um make their point yeah because the slave masters was um stop stop taking one word and try to meet your point because yay um eye for eye that's what the bible said you gotta read down because come on now let's let's do a, a, a one that probably everybody could relate to, which right. is which one? honor thy mother and thy father. All right. Everybody, all the parents, you supposed to honor thy mother and thy father. But if you go down, it says fathers do not provoke your children too. So if you constantly provoking your children, you constantly cussing your children, now you constantly doing it to your children, yelling at them. Why do you think the children not gonna yell back at you? Why? You yeah. provoking them. Read the context and then ask for the Holy Spirit to translate for you. Stop taking scriptures and throwing them. For real, cause. Adam and Eve did not eat an apple. And I'm sick of people saying that. Jonah did not get swallowed up by no whale. I'm sick of people saying that too. I'm sick of people translating the gospels wrong. Yeah. Like that's that's that that be that's the type of stuff that pissed me off. You ain't noticed by now. But you gotta understand that preachers are man made. Like preachers are men, like or women, like they're they're people. So you gotta all always go back and test that word and say, God, you know, the God did you say this? Or that's that, that scripture they, they threw out. Let's go read the scripture for myself and let's see if the word actually says that. You know what I'm saying? Because they are men and women, you know, trying to preach the word of God. But again, they can mess up and say, um, or be preaching something wrong. That's why you gotta you gotta have that personal conviction. That personal conviction and, and get that word for yourself. Hmm. What's another topic? Alright, let's see if we got any topics left. Um, the career and the get the bag mentality. So the that's I feel like God gives us purpose, but purpose comes in a lot of different forms and a lot of different scenarios and a lot of different seasons. But the world teaches us from a very young age, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a firefighter for the rest of my life. Oh, I want to be a doctor for the rest of my life. Oh, I want to be a teacher or, you know, these real generic answers, but, you know, I don't believe that's that's God's, you know, that's what God, you know, made for us to to do and to say and to be constantly, you know, planting that in the kids' mind 
and now you gotta unravel it because you like man i was supposed to i was supposed to be setting my career by now and now you don't even you ain't even doing nothing how you feel about that i feel like um when you little when you when you have a little child you should be praying to god about what god wants to call that child okay right you're supposed to be because as a parent i believe you're supposed to shape the reality of your child only using the word that god has given them all right so like um let's just say i'm not talking about like a career because that no i'm talking about like a leader or um um a servant a servant or a speaker a helper or whatever whatever um whatever I don't think you should determine that yourself at all. I think you should really pray to God and ask, your, ask God what to call your child. And then that will shape their reality. And then they'll start walking in it. Because if you are a parent, if you constantly calling your child something, even their name, because the names are very important too. If you're constantly calling your child something, that is the reality they're going to reflect. If you call your child stupid, they're going to believe they're stupid. You t- you call your child, uh, oh, girl, you conceited. Or this is another thing. Oh, you talk like a white girl to to um, a, a child. Or you talk like a white boy. Mm-hmm. If they have proper English, then they're, they're going to grow up with identity issues. Am I a white boy if they black? Or, or you talk like a black boy if you white or whatever race. It's not about race, but you know what I'm saying, like. Whatever you say to your child, you really shaping their reality, and you don't have enough power to do that. It's not for you to do. It's it's, it's for God to do. I didn't forgot the question. That's okay. You I didn't did good. The question, girl. You did good. It's about um the careers and like forcing career, the idea of career on your kids. No, Mm-mm. I think what I was saying is you should. You should you shouldn't force a career. You should you should allow God to reveal that to the child and be planting other seeds in them. You shouldn't. I don't I don't, I don't think you should. Oh, you're my little scholar. Oh, you you. Oh, that's my doctor, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my lawyer. What if that's not the child? That's what if that's what if your child gonna be an abolitionist? <laughs> what the? That okay? We okay? We gonna switch gears then? For real though Like what if your child gonna be an abolitionist (laughs) I'm not even gonna talk about that That's why we can't talk about it What if your child gonna be an abolitionist Why your child can't be that What if God really call your child to be an abolitionist And you calling your child Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) And we switching gears So (laughs) we gonna put it We gonna put it We gonna gonna do 80 right now We speed So you didn't put all that in your child. Your child grown. Now we now we pushing this. You got to be successful. You got to make over six figures. You got to get that bag. So what happens? So what happens? You you <laughs> built a culture that's all about success and money, and you know this success means that you have over six figures, different streams of income. You know all these different things that makes you successful. What happens then? That's very man-made. You, you. Let me see. Let me tell you what it is. I think. Um, Hold on. I think that's very. You want me to wait till you say it? No, oh, you go ahead. I think that's very toxic, and it puts a lot of pressure on ourselves that we have to perform at a, such a level to meet man-made standards. Like some people, 
are good with enough. Like, they don't have to break their back to make a million dollars. Some people are good with $50,000 a year, like, legit. Some people are just fine with that. And I think nothing is wrong with, you know, whatever God, whatever portion God bless you, bless you with. But the fact that we think that we have to get the bag and, you know, secure the check and all this stupid stuff. Move like, out your parents at 18. It, it, it oh, just yeah. creates... Um, this is from... I don't want to take this from anybody, but this is from a pastor of Transformation Church named Michael Todd. And okay. what you just asked me is what he explained in his last sermon. Um, mm-hmm. From Relationship Goes Reloaded. Go check it out. It's the formula of frustration. Fabricated expectation. Uh-huh. I gotta make this money. I gotta get this by this time. I gotta right. do this. Plus, fail reality, which you really are, ain't making mm-hmm. much of nothing. Nothing. Equals feelings of frustration. That's exactly what and I thought. And now you mad at God. And now you mad at God. Because God didn't come through on what you said and not what His will for your life was. So that's what it is. That's that's, that's exactly one what more I time, think. One of. more time. Say it for the people. The formula of frustration, which is fabricated fabricated expectations so what does that mean fabricated expectations you're going to i'm going to make six figures by the age of 25 okay plus fail reality you're now 26 (laughs) and you don't have but fifty thousand dollars to your name girl three hundred dollars in my bank account that's and it equals feelings of frustration you thought that you was going to be here when God didn't plan that at all yeah. for your life. You did. So that equals frustrations. But you shouldn't be frustrated with nobody but yourself because but yourself. God ain't never told you that. God, that's why it's so important to not go by man-made things but go by your personal conviction and your personal relationship with God. Because I can speak to that. I speak didn't think I was going to be here. Come on. I, we got stories. Let's roll. Let's, I didn't think. Let's I, give them examples. I'm a 22-year-old woman come on and i still live with my parents and i'm not afraid to say that no and i don't have a pot to piss in for myself i don't have much of nothing yeah i don't have much of nothing and i thought i was gonna be very well off right by myself making money Mm -hmm. making a lot of money all right and traveling by now all right living living a life yeah but i don't have nothing but i have everything because I got Jesus. And that's an amen. So, yeah, I could be frustrated right now because I thought I had planned my life. I had thought I was going to have this. I thought I was going to have that. But no, I'm not I'm not frustrated because that was me that, that mm-hmm. said that. That was the world telling me that I need to do this, this, and that. And people still in my ear telling me right. I need to do this, this, and that. And I'm standing on the word that God gave me. You know what? Today I got frustrated because I'm like, God, I don't got nothing. Right. And you said that I was gonna have this, this, and this, and this, and that. Right. And I still didn't see it. I still didn't see it yet. Right. And you said I was gonna do this, and you said I was gonna have this, and you said I was gonna do this, and and you and you said all this stuff, and I'm looking stupid. That's what I told God. I said I'm looking stupid out here. I don't have nothing. Nothing. And you know, God let me throw my tantrum. Mm-hmm. I was I was so mad today so mad but you know what he's still good mm-hmm. whether i have everything by the world standards or nothing mm-hmm. he's still good and i'm not even worried about it because i i still have that word to stand on mm-hmm. that i'm not gonna lack for nothing 
Mm-hmm. And and I had a choice in that. If you didn't check out our last um podcast episode, you need to check it out. I, I, I sat there and said I don't I was sitting there saying I don't have nothing. So guess what? I was shaping my own reality in that moment. Mm-hmm. Instead of speaking life to my situation. Mm-hmm. So I had to catch myself and I had to start speaking life to my my situation. I had mm-hmm. to say I have I have abundantly of this, this, and that. I ain't gonna get into detail of what I was. <laughs> but I had to really start speaking to my situation instead of letting my situation speak to me. So yeah. Um, I wanna uh give y'all a scripture that we actually got today, and it's Numbers um twenty three and nineteen. It says, "God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of a man that he should repent." Had he said and not had he said it and not did it or spoken and shall not make good on what he's spoken on and i just want to speak from a a place similar um to d about like god told me this god told me that god told me to go to go to college i went to college i graduated from college and i'm just like okay lord i did what you told me what's up and crickets (laughs) crickets and i ain't gonna lie i got down and i'm just like you know okay four years wasted (laughs) You know, I got down, I ain't gonna lie, but I kept looking to the Lord and, and you know, just like, okay, Lord, what's up? And then I tried to be who who I'm trying to break out of, the control freak. And I was like, okay, let me go apply then. You know, I got a college degree, let me go apply here, 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 and here. And crickets, no callbacks, no, no even sorry you know the lasari message started to inform oh, you God, that you, i get a many, a many i didn't even get a lot of them still i didn't even get a lot of yeah, them like, like i'm applying them more. i never get i i i applied to over 200 probably Girl, applications I'm still getting them messages. but i i probably i probably got maybe one or two rejections in total and i went on probably three interviews or whatever and they even called me back to reject me so maybe that was god protection in some way but the whole point was that after god allowed after i did all that for uh like a couple of months uh i'm still getting humble about a message you funny girl i i it didn't happen to me so maybe that was god protection but you know after i finally was like okay god i surrendered to you he was like okay well this is what i want you to do you know this is what i want you to do i want you to do this this and this and you know i had to go with what he told me have i seen the fruit of the promises he um spoken over my life not yet but he has given me instruction to do things and, and to serve in certain organizations or to serve people and that's what i'm doing you know sometimes you just got to be obedient and go with what god has for you like you just got to go with where god is sending you it's okay not to know it's okay to not know not to know his plan it's not it's okay not to be you know in the in the cahoots it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. To it don't stand always out. feel like that. It don't always feel like that. I wrote something today, and I said um, that he's God. Stay on your level, and all that mean is let God be God. Do you want to be God? Let like just be honest with yourself. Like I used to think I I wanted to be the God of my life, but that used to take so much out of me. Like just think about that. You gotta be your protector. You gotta be your provider. You gotta be this. You gotta be that. You gotta be the eyes everywhere. You gotta know everything. Like. Do you really want to be the God over your life? I don't. So I'ma be I'ma stay on my level and I'ma let God be God. God knows when it's the perfect time to let promise after promise after promise after promise unfold into my in my life. He knows the perfect time. I wanted a freaking car when I graduated from school. I graduated last year in May. 
I wanted a car when I after I finished walking across that stage, I wanted a car to magically be outside. It wasn't. It wasn't. Now we coming back around. It's about to be a year since I graduated. I don't have a car. But seeing what's going around in the world right now, I, I wouldn't need the car anyway. I can't go nowhere. So that wasn't God's perfect time. That wasn't his perfect will. But I bet as soon as things get better, or even probably before things get better, God's going to drop the car and say, okay, now it's time for you to have the car because now I got places for you to go in the car. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So sometimes we just got to, you know, let God be God in our lives and stop you know holding on to man-made things and man-made expectations i didn't get out the house at 18 the world says you should be i wasn't oh well um with that same scripture god had gave me what he gave you um when should not be a concern but when should be the determination it will happen it is already set or predestined say it one more time for me. so when should not be a concern but when should be the de- determination it will happen. It is already set or predestined. I'm saying it again because I messed up. When should not be a concern. It should not be a concern. Should be the determination. But when should be the determination? It will happen. It is already set or predestined. So when he said this, he meant, don't worry about when it's going to happen. When, but know, like the time. But don't know worry about it, it is coming. But no, you got to know. You have to speak it. It's when it's going to happen, this is. It's just like. Just know it's going to happen. Both of our birthdays are in October, right? Right. Yeah. We both know our birthdays in October. Mm-hmm. It's coming regardless. Right. It don't matter if we here or we there or we're, you know, in another country. October's still coming. Our birthday's still coming. And whatever God has for our birthday is going to happen regardless. Right. We don't question it. Right. We ain't looking for it. We know that day, whatever day you were born. You're not. You're not okay. Well, when is that day again? You know when? When was I born? You know that day because you. You know you don't question it. It's coming regardless. That's how God is with our lives, with our with the promises He spoke over us, with the things He just won't give us freely. Just anything, He knows. Instead of you knowing that day, He knows that day. Yeah. And it's coming regardless. So you just gotta trust in Him. It's easier said than done, though, guys. Yeah, so much easier said. Than like that, I said, but it's, it's, you have to keep stirring yourself up in the like promises. Like I said, I was trying to do my do my own thing after I did what he told me to do, instead of uh, continually do what he told me to do. So yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy. But you gotta always fall back on him. And it's okay to throw temper tantrums. I threw one today. That was some made. But guess what? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm still a little child in 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 some areas. So. He ain't even mad. He, he expected. He expected it. Yeah. Because I was up in that like, God, uh-uh. So, yeah. When life gives you lemons. You better make that lemonade and don't even, um. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do, do what, do what you can. Do what you can. And it don't matter how, how, how it look when you being obedient as long as you being obedient to what he said. Yeah, because some of us want to, um catch a fit again when we're like i've been obedient for 10 years god and i still didn't see your hand move and you can say that though you can say you that. can say that but at the end of the day has god still provided for you are you still alive are you still in good health do you still got a roof off of your house do you still got a call it might be not be the best call but you know what i'm saying you gotta count your blessings for you know what you have because some people die today yeah. Some people lost their house. Like that's you, when he 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 he, had, he download he was downloading that he was checking me. As soon as I threw my feet, threw my little hissy feet. Yeah, he was checking me, and I'm just like, no, 
<laughs> I'm still going to be in my yeah. rent. I'm still going to be in my rent. But no, at the end of the day, what's true is truth. Yeah. At the end of the day. He's still good. Whether he's still good. Whether you catch a tantrum, a tantrum or not, he's still, he's still faithful to you. Whether you want to consider him faithful just because you got everything that you ever asked for or you don't have nothing that you asked for, that don't mean he's not faithful. That don't mean he's not good. And that don't mean your promises are not on the way. If you just want God for his promises, you might as well not even rock with God. Nah, for real, because that's the thing. That's the I, real test. I don't want God for his promises. And then, the thing is, when you get the thing, this, this is the thing. He could be humbling you right now so he, he can, so you can you can know your foundation is not in the thing. It is, it is in him. Cause when you get all that stuff, are you really gonna go back to go back to God? Are you really gonna still sit at, sit at His feet, or are you just sitting at His feet for the things that He can do for you? Or mm-hmm. and when you get the promises, what you gonna do? Run off? No, hell no. I remember, I remember, I wanted these. Sh- I remember I wanted these shoes so bad. I, I wanted these shoes. I don't think I had a job, and I don't think I really had money to get these shoes. But I wanted these shoes so bad. And then, like, maybe a year later, my brother ended up buying the shoes. Like, right. he just bought the shoes. It was the exact I was like, what's the odds of him? Because, you know, shoes don't stay around. Mm-hmm. You know, once a shoe, you know, design gone, they're making new, always making new shoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the chances of these shoes still? And I never told nobody I wanted the shoes. I just, you know, wanted, and me, me and God knew I wanted the shoes. And God was like, all right, here you go. You remember you want these shoes? God got them shoes. I only want them shoes one time. And the things some, don't matter. And and mm-hmm. God and, and God told me in that moment, of, or he made me feel that moment like, this the thing you wanted real bad. And, and, you wanted mm-hmm. it so bad, and you got the goddamn shoes and don't even want them, don't even want them. I really wore the shoes one time. It's been years. I wore the shoes one time. So that goes to show you the things that you think you really want, it's going to satisfy you for that moment. And I seen I was like, oh, thank you, God. You really thought about me. I said, it only had to be God. But then I was like, oh, snap conviction. You you put these shoes before me. You thought these shoes going to bring you happiness. You thought that relationship was going to bring you happiness. You thought that money, something you can't even hold on to, was going to bring you happiness. And when the money gone, when the person gone, when you don't even want to wear the shoes or the makeup or the, you know, whatever it is, you're still looking at that like, oh, God. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a real conviction moment right there. Nope, nope, nope. One time, that's a god darn shame. That's like people who say, "Well, I'll do anything if I if I got a a, a name brand thing and get it and want it thing one time." Come on now, we gotta want the blesser and not the blessing. Mm-hmm. He'll give you more if you if you want him more than that. He'll give you. He'll give you stuff you ain't never asked. Like, I haven't want this. What you doing? Yeah. All right. Anything else you got for the people on man-made things versus personal conviction? Yeah, you got to book or you got to um, beat them down with that last thing. What thing? Oh, the scripture? Yeah, girl. Okay, so we're going to end on a scripture, y'all. Um, Turn with me to Matthew's um, chapter 10, verse 35. Let me know when you get there. All right, y'all there? All right. Say amen when you get there. All right, so uh, I'm reading out of the uh, King James Version. You know, this is the one I read from. So it says... I'll double back with the other one. What ver- D has the... Um, NLT. I the know. New Living Translation. So she'll double back with that um, that verse for people who may not understand the uh, King James Version. But simply it says, um, For I've come, and this is Jesus speaking, For I've come to set 
a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter in the law against her mother-in-law okay you can read yours it said the same thing oh it's the exact same thing yeah <laughs> okay so you can read it again for him. i have come to set a man against his father a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law your enemies will be right in your own household did you read that part too that's not a part of my 35 that's going to oh that's 36 yeah okay so basically um why we want to end with this is is simple our topic was man-made things versus personal convictions god jesus came not to bring peace but to bring us forward that's all he came for so for all y'all who are or standing on man-made things god came to snatch that away it's about hit your personal convictions with him he he didn't come to, to bring peace and for you to to sway back and forth well i'm gonna believe that i'm a libra and then i'm gonna believe in jesus christ he ain't come to you know for you to you know stand and be lukewarm and and do all this and do that it's, it's either black or white it's no gray he, he he didn't come for that he didn't come for that that's why he did the things that he he did that's why he was you know so controversial to the people who was like this the this the messiah the man you know talking to prostitutes hanging out with you know thieves and and this and that and and hanging out with judas the one who betrayed them and hanging out with uh, Saul turned to Paul who killing and murdering people like the Pharisees and all other religious people thought they was gonna that Jesus was gonna look like them he came to be the exact opposite than them he did not look like them he didn't talk like them he didn't walk like them he didn't do nothing like, like them he did the exact opposite he did the exact opposite and came to show you that he followed all the things you thought that that he needed to follow and then gave you a, a, a new thing yeah a new a new way of life to live by so don't let your church culture tell you that you have to look a certain way and talk a certain way and and, and you can't mess up and you gotta dress a certain way and all this and don't let the world culture don't let society tell you tell you nothing either like god set the standard for your life if he wants you to work at a certain place you work there Every, whether it's secular or non-secular you work there let me tell you something somebody told me go ahead when I was um, studying this, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now, y'all. But no, don't let, um, don't be fooled. If y'all won't know how to walk, go go check out Jesus and all the uh, Gospels. Because that's, that's a good example of how to walk this walk. Um, this world tells you, and everybody in this world tells you, majority of people, you need to work a 9 to 5 in order to survive. Yeah. Somebody had the nerve to fix them out and say, Jesus was a carpenter for 30 years before his ministry, so we got to work first before we stop. And say it again. I'm going to say it again because I don't know what the hell. One more time. Somebody had the nerve to fix their mouth and say, Jesus was a carpenter for 30 years before ministry, so we have to work first before we can step into what he has called us to do. 30 years? So he was a baby as a carpenter? Make it make sense. Girl. Somebody even said before, God may put us, God has placed different things in this world so we can work at different places like nurses and um, janitors and whatever, whatever different career fields. He's placed, he, he called us to these places just so we can help his people, just so we can inspire his people. And while that may be true, that's not everybody's conviction. No. God don't, the God didn't call me to a nine to five. 
Mm-hmm. He didn't call me there because if I was supposed to be there, I would be there. Mm-hmm. And even if God does call me to a nine to five, then that's where I'm going to go. And that's not because you said it. That's not because your mama said it. That's not because Becky down the street said it. It's because God said it. But that that Jesus was a carpenter thing for 30 years, that threw me, girl. That threw me for a loop. It just goes to show. And you know what? That's a good point. Okay. I got that Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit did not come so everybody could follow the same set of rules. He came to abolish the rules, and, 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 and he set the standard. Not this world. So if somebody in this world is trying to tell you what to do, don't you don't have to listen to them. Now you have to be mindful though, because God does speak through people. You have to that, and that's the that's that's a big reason why you need to be in the Word, because you have to discern these spirits and discern where where it is God. But don't listen to these people. Don't listen to anybody telling you what you need to do and how you need to act and what you need to wear. Don't 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 listen to them people because God sets the standards for your life. Um, I have one more thing to say. I think I have one more thing to say, but I just wanna um paint a picture for you in the Bible. So everybody was doing their own thing, in their own careers, you know, you know, whatever you wanna call it, doing whatever job they had. But when Jesus walked on the scene, he went to each disciple and they were already either a carpenter, a fisher, or, you know, a, a bread man, a, a bread woman, you know, whatever, whatever. And Jesus said, I know you was doing that man-made thing, you know. I know you was doing that man-made job. But Simon Peter, you want to leave this job. You want to leave your family. And you want to come with me if you really believe in me. Mm-hmm. God used Jesus to convict them in that moment to say, the man-made way ain't the way no more. This is the way to life. Yeah. He went to each and every one of the disciples and, and said, you know, whatever you're doing, I need to drop that and pick up your cross and let's roll. Example, one of them was a fisherman. He was like, drop that because I can make you a fisher of men. Meaning yeah. I can I can, I can, can help you get people to come to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not about what this world teaches you. It's mm-hmm. not about what this world says. Mm-hmm. It's all about what Jesus said. Let Jesus set the standard. Let Jesus call you who you are. Because you find your life in him. Some of y'all, and I feel this. I feel, I feel like how they say it on the, uh, in church. I feel this for somebody. Mm-hmm. But I feel I feel this for somebody listening. God told you to walk away from that job. Umpteenth time. He said, you know, you don't belong there. You don't have no peace there. He, he never even told you to go there in the beginning. But you're scared. You know, you're scared to leave it because you need the money, you need provision, blah, 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 all that, all that, all right? Listen to God. Just like he told Simon Peter, I believe, that I make you fisher of men, is the same thing he's telling you, that he'll make you the CEO of that same business that you're working for. Walk away. Just, just, just step out in faith and walk, just walk, just walk and, and go where he has called you to go. There's people in the church who are scared to step out in in big faith in Jesus there are some people in the church who are still working a 9 to 5 and God told them to go um, full time in ministry or full time in speaking or full time in you know whatever and they still working a 9 to 5 because they scared you know that they're not going to be provided for their family going to be provided for look I'm not going to sit up here and say it's easy I don't I don't I am single like I don't I don't have nobody to take care of so I don't know how that feels 
but in the same way that if if God can say no stay in this place and be in lack and I could do that it's the same way you can step out in faith and be like you know what I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow tomorrow like I just don't know but I'm gonna step out on faith and I'm gonna quit my job you don't know what's on the other end or other side of that but I feel like God is telling you to go ahead and trust him anything else D it's scary I, I, I could really say it's scary because God told me to do some crazy stuff that I ain't probably never did on my own. Told me to get out of some relationships. Told me to uh to not apply to no more jobs. Told me to stay at home. Told me not to worry about no calls, not to worry about no money. Just all it's work, work in uncomfortable situations. Like, God has told me some things. I can't say it's easy. I can't say I was like... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you guys so much for um these situations you're putting me in. I, I ain't gonna lie and say that was my attitude. But I can I can say that I'd rather be walking with him blindly than walking with a fool willingly. And I could see. Walking in wrong and I could see that. That is wrong. I, could, I know that it's wrong. I know that I'm not supposed to be in a place. That's all I have for you guys. I love you besties. Thank you for tuning in. D, you got anything else for the people? I just got a prayer of okay. surrender for y'all. I would like y'all to repeat after more. After more. Heavenly Father, I surrender my all to you. Heavenly Father, I surrender my all to you. I surrender my burdens. I surrender my burdens. My worries. My worries. My fears. My fears. My plans. My plans. And my expectations. And my expectations. I lift you up before all of these things. I lift you up before all of these things. I ask, Lord, that you allow me to release my job. I ask, Lord, right now that you allow me to release my, release my job. My finances. My finances. My loved ones. My loved ones. And all the things that I know right now. And all the things I know right now. Unto you. Unto you. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. To be content where you have me. To be content where you have me. And follow the path that you have for my life. And really follow the path that you have for my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. I pray. Amen. That's it, besties.